It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hi, I'm Mark Hill, and this is the segment, The Podcast. I believe in humans' potential, that the ultimate expression of oneself is achievable. And we all have that urge, that need to progress and become better. And I feel that the trail can help us do that. Whether it's overcoming fears, learning from mistakes, taking calculated trail risks, or building those long-lasting friendships. It's all progression. Join me as I speak with folks who are moving from the ordinary to the extraordinary, and let's catch them on their journey towards the KOM of their life. Welcome to the segment. Let's go. Yo, what's up, senders? Hey, we are back. Joey Yates, we're back for another episode, episode 109 with Miss Kaylee Gibb. Nice, should be a fun one tonight. Yes, definitely. So have you, what have you looked at so far on Kaylee Gibb? Oh, I don't even know if I want to spoil it. (laughs) (laughs) I will tell you, she sends like crazy, like we're talking Red Bull Rampage style right here. She's nuts. Yes, exactly. (laughs) I think she first came across my pages on Instagram and I saw her throwing backflips and it was in that South Utah area. I mean, I feel like that area pumps out so much talent that hurricane, you can't say hurricane. It's had, you got to say hurricane, hurricane, hurricane. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, yeah, I, I just, uh, excited to have her on the show. Uh, the latest thing she was reporting actually from the hospital. So we won't, we won't spoil that. We'll let her tell that story, but, uh, man, she's a beast. She is a beast. And, uh, we got to ask her about the whole like fitness model, uh, what was it? Spandex model <laughs> and mountain biker. So we'll ask her about those. And uh, we thought also it would be very cool to have the host of Women's MTV Network join us tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, you have Mia joining us from Southern California. What's up, Mia? Yay! Hey, guys. How's it going? <laughs> Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. <laughs> Mia, that Australian accent got thicker when you went back home. I can hear it. No, really? <laughs> no, I'm serious. When I was home, everyone thought I was American. They would ask me how long I've been in Australia. And I'm like, no, I'm Australian. I live in America. <laughs> I don't know, Joy. Can you hear it? I hear it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh it's a good well, thing. A good right? thing. Yeah, that good sounds thing. awesome. Sure. Yes, definitely. Hey, any any new mountain bike news lately in the in the local or surrounding areas that you guys know of or are aware of? Um, well, for my oh, from what I know is uh, we got the International Women's MTV Day coming up on Saturday. And I know Sky Park is doing a really big event. Hopefully it's still going on. I don't know if it snowed up there tonight, last night, because it downpoured here. Yes. Um, there's there's so much stuff across the country going on for Women's MTV Day. And uh, Bay Area Bike Project, I was meant to be up there with them this Saturday. Unfortunately, I got back to so much work that I can't even fly it out for the day. So, oh, yeah. 
That's a lot going on. I think dirt, yeah, dirt day is going on up north yeah. as well. And everyone's prepping up to get over to Bentonville soon. End of the month, Bentonville Bike Fest is going to be popping off on the 25th through the 28th. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Buy yeah, your tickets. Right. I'm going to try to get there. I'm going to try to get there. <laughs> Just do a podcast from there right. like we did in Pod- Yes. Oh, my gosh. That was so fun. Build a studio at Bentonville and have everybody come over. And then who knows what's going to happen after how many, how many did we have of the, uh, what were they called? What were those beers called? I don't remember. What was that? I see them everywhere the now. I've never heard of them. Yeah. Something the Elder. Pliny? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I, beer yeah, connoisseurs are like, what the oh, hell? <laughs> I see that beer like daily now. I know, right? I think it was called Pliny the Elder. Oh my gosh. I am like totally failing on that. Hey, while we have everybody here, let's give out the Whole Shot Award tonight. Whole Shot Award is going out to. Boom, boom, boom. Trail Pimp, what's up? He says, let's go, homies. Yes, yes, sir. We, we'll be getting it on soon. Mountain by Q&A, we got Johnny U out of Miami in the house. He says, this is really the best. <laughs> hey, kids. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, Johnny. Uh, we got MTV Nick 316. He's out here. What's up? What's up, Nick? Scott Ripple from the Narkansas are in the audience. Speaking of Bentonville, we got Arkansas folks in the audience. Scott Ripple in the Arkansas. I hope to be there at Bentonville Bike Fest, guys. Hope to see you guys out there. And uh, we got one of the trail dogs, Isaiah Bernstein. He's saying, hey, hey, hey. He says, yes, most of the trail dogs will be there. Oh, yeah. Good, wow. good, good. Nice. That's going to be awesome, awesome, awesome. Nice. Well, without further ado, oh, and I see the Tinkering Cyclist bumped in. He says, what's up? Tinkering Cyclist, I think he's East Coast time, so good to see you, brother. Another person who's going to be on the podcast in the near future. So without further ado, I just wanted to um, – Joey, do you have any of if Kaylee's Instagrams pulled up that we can just introduce her to the audience with yeah, a clip? Yeah, want to start, though? <laughs> yeah. Man. The backflip. You want to start with the backflip? It, it's that or the – what was the one that was the trust where her husband was pedaling the bike and she was steering it? That's another oh, one that's epic. You want to start there? Okay. Can we start there? I see I see she's in the green room and she's like totally blushing. Maybe we shouldn't start there. We want to start, right? Okay. You, you, surprises, Joey. Surprises. Here it is. And there it goes. YouTube already kicked it off. Did they? <laughs> yeah, I'll time it just right. Push it again. <laughs> So Mark and I have actually been trying to recreate this one. We just can't figure out who's going to pedal and who's going to steer. And I was like, you know, I'll pick one for the team and wear a full face and goggles. <laughs> yes, we've tried to re- we're trying to recreate this. There's Kaylee. I think you should both try it. <laughs> That's our guest tonight. And this is one of the epic clips. You can find this on Kaylee Gibb on Instagram. <laughs> That's see, amazing. We go from back flipping a canyon to this. Come on, Mark. Right, right. Look at this. This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and she has a helmet and a cowgirl hat. I love it. That's I so love good. It. Oh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, what an introduction. We have Kaylee Gibb. Thanks for the intro, guys. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Kaylee? Not much. Just, you know, <laughs> supermanning on bikes as often as I can. <laughs> I had to rechange. We went in. 
After that thing went viral, it didn't. It, they actually shadow banned it on my Instagram when I posted it because I posted oh. naked and afraid, and uh-huh. they immediately like shadow banned it. And I like reposted. It. I was like, "Oh, clothes here? What's that going on?" And so then they reposted it. That thing has like thirty thousand shares on my post, but it like died. And I had like 2,700 shares and got like a million views on one video. So they killed that video so, so hardcore. And I'm like, come on, man. We shot for the stars and we, but we hit the moon, you know? Like, right. it was That's supposed right. to be a full Superman, like above the head. It was so gnarly. It was like, I like How before many filming it, it was full gear from head to toe, full face. Like, we tried, we practiced in the park a few times. And then I think I broke my rib in between there. So I had to wait three months. And then we came back to it and it was like, we were really stressed out. You know, we're like, let's go laugh. Let's go make something super funny. And we're like, Brett, it's the middle of the day. It's like a hundred degrees right now. Nobody's gonna be on the trail. Let's go out and film this. Cause we talked about it a few times, but there was no way my feet were getting up. Like, so I literally <laughs> set them on his shoulder. It was not the intention of that video, but that's how it turned out. And we laughed the whole time. Like it was so funny. And who, so- who, who was filming it, Kaylee? Brett, he's like our, oh, well, we now have two employees. But um, we have our own little production crew. So we just hired our second guy, who actually is my writing partner, Danny. So Brett Baldwin, about a year and a half ago, he was my writing buddy, but then blew himself to pieces, which is kind of like typical. And like, we all go through writing cycle. (laughs) So at one point in time when Brett blew himself up, it was like, instead of writing, like, because he he reached out and I talked to him. I said, why don't you work for us? Like, buy a drone buy a camera get out of debt or get as little debt possible because it's not like we're like paying great but we're making this movie and we want to hire you because you have so many skill sets and he really liked the idea so we actually got to hire him i think he's been on payroll for like six months or something so he's my go-to guy that is awesome yeah how many takes did that take for you guys how many takes did it take for you to do that um There were a couple, <laughs> only so many. We tried, we tried on a couple different parts of the trail, but the single track that was narrow and off camber was so gnarly. And it's really like, it's not that bad of a trail. Like I let my kids ride on it, but there is a cliff edge on a certain few points. It's on more cowbell and uh, dead ringer out. If people are familiar with it and her again, but there's a few embankments that we tried going on. And I was like, I really don't want to break my teeth at. I really don't want to fall down that embankment. So we tried a few times on a few spots. It had to be like the perfect grade where it would carry us down the hill because we had practiced with him pedaling. And the pedaling was gnarly uh, because it would like balance back and forth because you literally have to stay in plank position. I had to fully steer, which it was so gnarly. Like I was so glad when we were done. Like I did fall into the bush once head first and he grabbed like both my legs and like pulled me up. Cause I like fell off the front of the bike. So we did have one crash and then Brett made us laugh. I'm like, you cannot make me laugh while doing this. Cause I am like fully flexed right now. And the moment I laugh, it like softens my body. And I like <laughs> nip on the handlebars and I'm like, don't make me laugh. So it took us a few shots, probably like four or five there in each spot four or five times. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm just, 
I'm just thinking of you guys. If I heard that right, you guys practiced the original scene in a park, and I can just see these kids going, "Mommy, what are they doing?" Well, actually, it was the last day of school. I know exactly the day because my daughter was sick, and I was like, "Let's go to the park. You lay on a blanket." She's like, "I don't feel good." I was like, "Please practice." And so she's like on a blanket, and we're like rolling around the duck pond, like trying to figure out how the heck we're gonna like get my feet above his head. It was so bad. <laughs> that, <laughs> it was is, so bad. that is so funny. There will be a sequel. Um, but I can't I can't I can't tell my secrets, but there will be a sequel. <laughs> so we are gonna practice something else. I just now it's unfortunately four to six months out. So Yes. You should do it behind yeah. the scenes when you do it. Oh, that's the second half of like yeah. hiring Danny. It's like half the crap we do. The funny part is in the doing it. Like, yeah. like <laughs> we have so much behind the scenes right now that we're filming for the movie. Cause we've been filming for the last like three years, just documentary style. And I'm like the behind the scenes. And my husband was just standing here earlier. He's like, you know, they're going to be like PG 13 or kind of like R rated. Like the movie will be G, but our behind the scenes are probably not going to be like the most kid. <laughs> <laughs> the uncut director's edition. <laughs> Yeah, it's a, we, we laugh a lot. Like making the crap is pretty dang funny. Kaylee, take us to the take us to this whole idea of the movie, and and where did that stem from, and um and what what can we look forward to? What what's kind of like the theme of this? Okay, so rewind, uh, I, like back to the beginning of uh biking. I had no idea what the sport was. I showed up to Red Bull Rampage with my girlfriend. And she's like, oh, my gosh, you're going to meet my friend Ryan. You're going to love this. And I'm like, okay, whatever. We showed up to 2004 Rampage. And I was like, these people have a death wish. Like, what are they doing? Like, absolutely no idea of what the sport was. So I met Ryan that day. I backflipped off everything from the time I was a kid. Like, diving boards, cliffs, anything high. I was always a backflipper. So I got into the sport. Uh, I started having some kids. But I always had this, like, thought that I could backflip a bike. One time... There was a ramp set up on a dock and we backflipped a BMX into the water three times. Landed on my head once, landed almost all the way around. And then I came around, but the water was so cold. That was all the motivation I could get was to try it like three times. But that was like, so that was like the one and only time I ever flipped a bike was this little BMX thing that they'd stuck a life jacket on. And that was probably, uh, my daughter's born 2012. It was probably like 2010. Maybe I did that. So I did actually do it to water once. And then um, all while having kids, I just had this like inclination of like, I want to flip a bike. I want to fl- like, I, I feel like I can do it. And when we knew we were done having kids and I had this like 18 hour drive, I was like sitting in the car, super caffeinated. I, all three kids, I was driving by myself back from Canada. Here was like a 22 hour drive. Ooh. And I just was like, that's it. I'm like, I'm going to do it. I'm like, now or never, we've just spent seven weeks at Whistler. So I did it long story short it was like practiced i almost broke my ankle practicing on my airbag had to take a month off got it kind of worked out came back to the airbag practiced another like three weeks took it to dirt but then broke my collarbone but i got the footage of doing it and i went to sea otter with a broken collarbone and i was like yeah look what i'm doing you guys want to sponsor me so i picked up actually quite a few sponsors at sea otter that year wow and my husband had been working with Teton Gravity and with Tyler McCall, uh, Cam McCall. No, yeah, Cam, on this movie idea. And it was um, 
kind of this idea of like 27 stories. It was like something to do with like how many spokes there were. Okay. And so what we were going to do is integrate one of the stories that Camel Call was going to tell to his kids in the movie was going to be me. So I was going to have a segment in the movie. So that's kind of how it originally started was wow. I want to do this. Like, I don't know how I'm going to be. I wanted to kind of be a professional athlete for just a minute. Like just, just to say I did it. Like I felt like I've always had this talent that I could, but I had a lot of other things that were priorities. So we started filming with TGR and it, um, we filmed a couple of, I don't know if you guys have seen from the ash. That was my husband's like, baby project from that we kind of traded uh -huh. them so they took some of the footage and we took from the ash and they actually finished the movie and we kept from the ash just because um time wise it just split and so we split with them and we kept one of the projects and the movie went a completely different direction and my husband's like we really should just make you the focus of the movie and actually and it's morphed over the last three years of doing it just as the documentary of like why you did it why you what it's taken to do this, how it's morphed over five years because it's taken that long. Like I was like, Oh yeah, I'll do this like a year or two years. Here I am five years later. <laughs> Still getting the scenes in, but I mean, also tabled by a little bit of injury. Like obviously life happens, kiddos, everything else, you know, um, but you're, you're doing it. So you're five years in how, how far along are you in the project? Well, I don't know if you guys are like major life cycle buffs. So my husband did life cycles and from beginning to end, it was like four year projects. So they filmed the beginning of the film, went to Shimano and was like, Hey, you guys want to sponsor us. So Shimano sponsored with 50 grand and they went and bought the red camera. So then they started oh, the project dang. over again and refilmed everything. So On it's kind of been how we've done it. We actually right. kept the red from life cycles. We started filming with it, but then have bought, we sold our house. We moved into our trailer permanently. So this is our trailer that we live in. So we're full gypsy. So we pulled it on my brother's property now. It was at mm -hmm. my mom's. We've moved it to Canada and back. But so we've been doing um, full gypsy and kind of it's morphed over the last two years. So we have some really cool, um, because it's going to be a story, it's going to be like a proper documentary. There's going to be a lot of integrated like reasoning of why I do things a few scripted things of my life like how I got here there's an incredible pool scene we put a clip I think there there used to be I'm trying to think on my Instagram there used to be I put a I put a secret clip up of one of the pool shots that we did we did an underwater shooting scene so we have filmed we made this crazy um when I was broken and I had one arm and um I went and sat on some totally ditched plumbing pipe out of like they had dug it all up in a neighborhood and they're getting ready to throw it away. And so I may have went and sat with a hacksaw and sawed off <laughs> right. like a two foot piece of, anyway. of pipe that's like 75 pounds and like rolled it down the hill and like threw it in the car. Oh, and man. we made underwater housing for our red camera for that. So oh, that's the opening scene wow. of the movie. And it's crazy. And Ryan's like, yeah, we'll probably have to refilm it since we got all new lenses. And I'm like, oh my gosh, does it ever end? It's so creative. <laughs> and everybody's blown away by the footage we've gotten. And he's like, yeah, it's not perfect yet. I'm like, we dropped into a pool so many times I bleached out my entire outfit. Like my shoes are brown. They were Damn. black. Like Damn. I've gone through my, everything's like the, like the elastic in the shirt is all like popped out. And wow. it's like, we spent a month in that pool. There was a lot of sopping wet days. So we started the project multiple times. There's random stuff filmed. There's all the doc behind the scenes. So we got new phones and stuff. There'll be lots of, um, 
in the moment. Um, there's some really big tearjerkers of uh, two years ago. Uh, right during the formation time was when I was trying to do my underflip to dirt. And I tried for seven days in a row. And it was like sit for an hour while the wind was going. It was like, oh, it's like, okay, go, you have three oh. seconds. I'm like, oh, you got a wind dabbling. Let's oh do this. God. And it's like mostly dark and the lip is dark. And so there's some gnarly, just like head games that, and I didn't yeah. get it. I tried for seven days, you know, and like we had to like bring people out and call in favors and drive three hours. And it's just like, so there's lots of footage. So now, it's really just our life. Like the whole thing is going to be a documentary. It's about our truck, like giving up one of our other trucks so we could keep like when COVID hit, we sold one of our trucks. So we're like, do we spend a summer in Whistler or do we like go to another state and get another job? No, summer in Whistler awesome. sounds pretty awesome. We sell yeah. a truck that's worth something and we just blow all the money on rent in Whistler instead. <laughs> so that's exactly I would have done mean. the same thing. Me too. Yeah. Memories, memories, baby. Yep. So now we have Janice. Our truck is her name. You guys are all in. Uh, I don't know if you saw that viral video. There's the little heavyweight child who's sitting in the slingshot. Uh, and his, yes. I swear it's his aunt. It's got to be his aunt. And she may be slightly tipsy. Her name's Janice sitting in the seat <laughs> next to him. Janice, help me, Janice. And he's like choking out in the seat, like like getting like beat to death. And she's sitting there dying laughing, like horse laughing. <laughs> and so we're sitting driving to Texas and our car just spews out coolant all over the freaking like oh, freeway. No. And we're sitting on the side of the road. I'm like, gosh, dang you truck. It's like spewed oil all over it. It's got like ovalized head tubes. And I'm like, this truck, we've named her Janice. <laughs> it's like, and it's from that that thing because she just laughs at us. Like she just keeps going, but she laughs at us a lot. So oh Janice God. has her whole own segment in the movie. So it's gonna be like crazy stylized. Like Ryan went did an accurate job not that that long ago, and it's like this really sexy car commercial. And he's like, Oh my gosh, we're gonna do probe lenses across the seat where it's like ripped out like interior <laughs> and like do it all like like tailpipe. They called it topo topo chico is this like bubbly water the water yeah yeah and they dumped it in the pipes of this accurate this like really crazy accurate commercial only the best for the commercial so they stuck yes. topo chico in it yes we're like yes. topo chico the muffler and like blow it out the back and like film <laughs> it like a freaking accurate commercial so janice will have her own segment in the movie so it's just stuff like that it's like our whole life is a freaking movie that's so fun that's so that's awesome. fun. Yeah, yeah, it's so much fun. You could see it on the on the Instagram when you're looking at it. And then even when I was texting you before Sedona Mountain Bike Fest, we we're gonna try to get together oh. there. And you're like, I'll be there with the kiddos and we're running around. I was like, Oh man, I'll catch Kaylee afterwards. <laughs> I was so sad. That was such a joke. Well, our camper wasn't in the truck, and it's extremely scary to get the camper in the truck because it's ghetto as well. And one of the three or one of the four jacks on it is kind of messed up. I may have oh. broken the cinder block when we were lowering it and the whole thing like almost fell over. Oh. So to get it in the truck is a nightmare. And we got it in to come to Sedona and then it just starts dumping snow. And we're like, do we really want to drive a 3000 pound camper down that like Canyon? And it was yeah. like, and then have the kids for three days inside the camper. Cause everything's super wet. I was like, this sounds miserable. Yeah. Good choice. Bail out. <laughs> we ba oh, we bailed hard. <laughs> there were a lot of people that bailed. I think that that last bit of road was closed the night before. Mia, you you squeaked yeah. in just in the nick of time, yeah? 
I was there the week before. I ended up spending two weeks in Sedona. It's my home away from home. So I got in like the Monday of the week of the festival. So we we lucked out because I think we were texting the day you guys were coming up. And and I said, dude, it's not, it hasn't stopped snowing in like five hours. Yeah. You're like, the pass is closed, like that last part. <laughs> I'm like, we're, we're already on the road, so we'll just see what happens. He <laughs> got a photo, and I think I stared at it for three hours, and I was like, you sure, Mark? You sure? <laughs> exactly. Did you make it through that pass before they closed it? Luckily, they, they closed it the night before, Kaylee, and then the next day we had made it, and by the time we finally got there, it melted enough for us to go through. They reopened it, so it was like perfect timing. Kind of like for us, it was dumb luck. But when we got there, it was, <laughs> there was nothing to ride. It yeah. Was, the Ken that Roger from Kenda was like, all oh, the Shimano guys have been inside their house for three days. He's like, they haven't left. He's like, don't come. He's like, don't come. I was like, well, okay, that sounds fairly. <laughs> yeah. It, it so is. So, my apologies. Yes, we would have done this in Sedona, but it wasn't oh, worth the drive. Yeah, no, don't worry about that. I'm glad that you guys made the right choice. Lauren out of Miami is saying, in my next life, I'll have this level of motivation and balls. Good for you. Can't wait to see the documentary. <laughs> Kaylee, when you were learning the backflips, I didn't realize this, but there's a there's one of the clips on your Instagram where you initiate the backflip and you kind of freeze. Like something happens, you freeze, and the bike goes taken off, and you kind of land on your like the back of your neck shoulders is that was that the clip where you broke your collarbone no no for we were a little worried about insurance so we didn't actually post the clip of the collarbone i don't know if i i Good did call. post it i did post it um because we ironed all those issues out and i have three different insurances that cover all of my breaks but um I had to have it twice. So I thought for sure I could do 99 for hundred flips on my airbag every time. Like I had it dialed. So when I took it to dirt the first time, the first three flips were like all committed. Like there was nothing in my mind, but commitment, like pull, like, Oh yeah. I shorted the first one, went over the front and like slid down the hill, pulled the second one, landed on the bike and bounced off. Third one. I pulled it perfectly rode out. And actually the video of me finishing it is actually me with a broken collarbone. We went up and filmed like the celebration afterwards because oh. I wanted like an edit from it. And I was like a month out from having done it. And I had it like shattered in like 10, it was actually this one like shattered in like 10 pieces. And Ryan's like, well, can you hold on to your bike? So that me riding into that flip, I actually still had like mushy shoulder and then the finish oh was faked as well. But so on the fourth one, my girlfriend Chelsea was there and she's like, you should do another one because it'll make it easier. Like, and I agreed, but I also was like fighting in my mind. I'm like, I didn't want, I walk away. Let's be done with this. I get the mentality of doing it again and it solidifies and it is, it solidifies those neuron pathways. And it is one of those things that uh, you get the neuron depression, the more you do it correctly. So coming back up and as I'm coming into the ramp, it's at, it's, it's pretty iconic. So the thing about it was really cool because it's right where I met Ryan. It's right where I was introduced to mountain biking. And it was the first backflip in Rampage was on those Whoa, jumps. So I thought it was pretty cool. Nobody else would do it because it was this giant, like 15 foot lip. They're like, oh, this is a good one to do it on. I'm like, well, who's going to do it? They're like, no, nah, none of us. So I was like, sweet. All by myself, <laughs> like trying it for the first time. Like it was like random group of people. And 
the fourth one, I had an argument with myself off the lip. It's windy. It's not windy. No, it's windy. You're being a pansy. No, stop it. Just do it. And I'm like coming <laughs> off the lip. And so I kind of like pull funny. And I, I just pulled at an angle. So I came up and over angled and I didn't really touch down the tires. And when I hit the ground, it went oh, shoulder first into the ground. True. And Ooh. it just snapped. And come Ooh. to find out that's seven Ooh. pounds of pressure. It doesn't take much. That's like it wasn't, a, I've crashed way harder and not broken anything. And it just like crumpled it into pieces. Just the way but, you hit it, it was perfect, right? Yeah, oh. I hit it perfect. I thought I tore my shoulder. So I saw two doctors and they said, it's not broken. Nobody x-rayed me. And I said, I just need an MRI. I want to know if I tore my rotator cuff. So I made it almost 14 days. No, I made it 10 days. And then I deadlifted in between that 50 pounds. What? Like 50 oh my pounds. God. Oh. And then I make it to the MRI the day before we fly to Jackson to talk about the TGR movie. So I'm in the MRI and the guy looks at me and goes, did you see real doctors? How did you get the wreck to come in here? I was like, no, I saw two doctors, like two separate doctors. And I was like, I can do this. See, it doesn't hurt. So it's not broken. I can actually pick up my shoulder, but I was using my other arm just like I can do right now. I was like, see, I can pick up my arm. <laughs> and he goes, I'm not supposed to do this, but on your MRI, I think there's at least five pieces in there. He's like, oh, he's very broken. Gosh. <laughs> and you were okay. dead with that. <laughs> oh, yeah. As long as I have proper form, it was fine. I didn't use my collarbone. I was just so bad. Oh, my gosh. You must have an intense. I thought I had a lot of pain tolerance, but this is next level. It's How so bad. You not... Oh, my God. <laughs> it's really bad. And it gets so bad that like during like i'll go back to pregnancy i had uh for anybody who's a children you get tested often for eclampsia for preeclampsia and my midwife was crazy on it she was in my town we have 3500 people and i was three of her patients for the month and she was testing me and i went in my husband took a job his first commercial job ever paid directing nice. in minnesota and i was Whoa. two weeks out from giving birth to our first daughter and I went in and she starts testing me and she's like, you need to stay for a stress test. I was like, okay, whatever. She's like, oh, it's good. You got your like help person here. I was like, whatever. And she's like, well, and I had like a urine test and she's like, are you feeling okay? I was like, I feel great. I went for a bike ride yesterday. Oh, I like, walked over town. <laughs> I, I can't see my toes. My legs have pitted edema all over them. She's like, well, you should feel like you're dying right now. And I was like, well, I feel fine. She's like, no, you're like dying. Like legitimately you should be hospitalized. Like we're oh. not letting you go. Like oh they kept God. me in the hospital, induced me twice. And my husband had to fly back in. So I don't know. There's something off in my body for sure. There's something wrong with me. Wow. <laughs> so I don't husband, think there's something wrong with you. I just admire the pain tolerance and the perseverance that you have. To keep yeah. Going. My gosh. <laughs> my husband is... at the ER the other night was like to the doctor. No, you understand she's laughing and telling pervy jokes, but you know, She's probably like actually really broken. Like you should see the crash. Like this isn't normal. Like there's something for sure wrong with her. Like I know she doesn't seem like it. You should probably scan her internal organs and make sure there's no bleeding. They actually did. They scanned me to make sure I wasn't bleeding from the inside. And he's like, yeah, you probably like tore your deltoid. He's like, but I can pull down. He's like, nah. It's like it's not the AC. He's like, but we'll get you an MRI. I'll, I'll personally wreck the MRI, like get it for you sooner because it's like several days out that they usually do it anyway. So back to the backflip story. So that one you're referring to, 
Is this it? Nope. That one. No, that one's not it. But uh, that is, that's over at ramp oh, camp. Damn. No big deal. That's not it. But it's just me doing that's it. Not that's it. not a big deal. Oh <laughs> this was me trying to break my curse. It took me like three years to figure out how to flip to dirt without breaking myself. Because the first two broke me. Wow. Like legitimately broke me into pieces. Like, so first flip. I had this mental battle, broke my collarbone. And then actually six months later, because it didn't heal all the way, because they would have done surgery had they known it was broken because it was past the millimeters. And so the bones passed themselves and stopped fusing. So when mm. I was on my airbag one day, mm. I heard like a little, and I was like, oh, you got to be kidding me. I like fell over and it was like, I just revoked my collarbone. And so I did. And I went to this doctor, Randy Clark, that I'm going to see again. And he's like, yeah, it's actually probably a good thing because it stopped tack welding. So because I popped it, it actually finished fusing. So I had to stay off. It was like a mild break comparative to the first one. Oh, so it just re-agitated the bones. But what was worse, though, was actually my mental. So the video, the viral video that you're referring to in all red is on the Bazette jumps. And <clears throat> I did the exact same thing. I went up, jumped it a bunch of times. I did one flip absolutely perfect went back up and like coming into the lip i was like oh do i have enough speed is there wind i think there might be wind and i'm like in mid air at that point oh, going dang. i didn't pull i don't have a single pop to this i'm upside down and now what am i gonna do so i literally free fell that's the there you go <gasps> oh, my, my gosh I should have broke Whoa. my neck. I should have done so many things. As a professional athlete, you cannot do this. This is not acceptable. So wow. I give, I've in life, I've always given myself the three strike rule. And that was it for me. That was strike two. If I ever do it again, I'll walk away from the sport. Like completely. Like it's wow. not okay. Like if you're going to commit to something like that, that's life altering, you have to be able to hundred percent commit. It can't be like, Oh, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm going to like half a this. I'm 10 years old and I have rubber bones. It's like, no, I have a family, people I care about and a life that I want to live. And that destroyed me. It took me almost a year to come back mentally from like I had wow. sports therapy and I did deep yoga and I listened to rise of Superman, which is an amazing book. I listened to it. It was so annoying that my girlfriend was like, can you please shut the up? Like whenever we're bike riding, I'm like listening to it on speakerphone. I'm like, I got this. Have you heard this story? I'm like, have you heard of Danny Way? He's crazy. Like, I didn't even know who he was. So it was like between sports therapy and literally retraining myself how to like flip again. It was that the one with that hot yellow shirt on was like one of like three flips of coming back being like, I didn't break myself. Oh my gosh, I flipped to dirt and I'm like not broken. Like, this is amazing. So oh. That Ooh. one where I free yeah. fell, I tore my hamstring halfway. Like I was gonna say, your left leg like went. It kicks weird. Like, all the way over my head, and I'm pretty dang flexible. Like I can almost do the splits, and that was just and it ripped half my hamstring. Like it, it was oh. knotted under my butt for about a year and a half after that. So took a long time to come back from the road rash. Sucked. Yeah, like, was that all this, on your back? That, I back. walked away from that. I should not have walked away from that. Like there's so many people that fall like that and never walk again. So yeah. it looked like, I mean, luckily you had that nice Liat neck brace and people comment on that video. Why aren't you wearing protective gear? I'm like, you understand I have ankle braces, shin guards, knee pads, yeah. hip pads, a back brace and a neck brace. Plus the, like one of the highest rated helmets. I actually do have right. all the pads. You had yeah. it all. Yeah. You had it all. I'm like, they're just form fitting. So it doesn't look like it, but I literally wore every single pad. Yeah. And you had legit stuff on too. So not like the, yeah, yeah. You weren't cutting any corners. That was, 
that was gnarly. I just noticed the way, obviously I noticed the way your, your head like kind of whipped to the side, but the way your left leg just kind of like went way back too. It just happens. I so lucked out because the steepness of that landing. I hit wow. it at a pretty good pitch and it's a pretty, I'll use both my hands. It's a pretty steep jump. <laughs> 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 pretty steep landing so our pain. i know <laughs> that's the bad part is like i should be in a sling but i'm like it's really nice to not be in a sling <laughs> and i can actually use my bicep again like pretty good because it, there's you know multiple bicep I, I'm, <laughs> there's there's two you know, sling and sling, it's good for you i have a doctor's <laughs> appointment tomorrow if i'm gonna get surgery i'll probably get surgery and it's whatever <laughs> yeah. kaylee you're gonna check in with the chats real fast we just got a super chat that came in from trail monster for ten dollars he goes hey they're yeah. my buds mark and joey yeah. a little something to support the podcast mia was good seeing you on sedona gotta watch the rest tomorrow oh may the fourth be with you all mm. <laughs> and may the forgot fourth about be that there. may the fourth <laughs> And uh, back up here, when we first started talking about you, we got this up here. It said they recognized you from that first intro clip, and it said, "Oh my gosh, I'm sorry." The chats <laughs> we're way we're way up here. Um, it it basically said, "I've seen her before," is what it was saying. Uh, and um, Kaylee, the one thing I wanted to ask you. When you were coming back, sports psychology is huge for these professional athletes. And when you were making your redemption runs back at the lip to get that backflip dialed in, you were you read Rise of Superman, like getting to the zone, being in the present. What did you do to clear out all those voices and all that stuff going on in your head in order to execute that flip to come back? Was there a trick to it? Were you just determined? Can you can you take us back to that moment? Um uh, there's a lot. I mean, if I were to break down, uh, there were kind of accidental happenings that actually helped get back to my base level. So in my jump setup, I have a middle jump that is a nine foot lip with a 12 foot gap to my airbag. Good grief. And the next one over is an eight foot lip. That's kind of turned. Yeah. So the right ramp actually is slightly turn to the left it's got a mini hip in it oh, and wow. one day so that's like me learning um under well those okay i learned another cool thing andrew huberman is my like main guy right now so when you're learning a trick and then you're training your brain it's actually really good to name your golf stroke uh it's going to be golf stroke 1b it's going to be whatever and i had no idea this i just learned this the other day so when i was doing those in order to eliminate fear and all of like the congestion that goes on, I sit at the top of the jump and you try to simplify because you black out when you do the first flip, like you legitimately, like you yank with all of your muscles, with all of your might, you push in with all of your legs. And sometimes people will relook forward and then you land on your back, you land like on your head, whatever. So the more you can eliminate from your mind and go super simple, strong legs and smell your armpit. So I called it the stinky. So okay. by doing that, I have the mini stink, the super stank or the mini stank, the major stank and the super stank. And the super stank goes like completely perpendicular with super the lip. extended. Right. Yes. So super stank is like, has the craziest feeling. I accidentally started doing those because I came into the lip hot, the right one that's slightly left and I flipped it just doing a no look. So I like look through my arms and just pause my head. 
And I ended up going completely diagonal across the entire bag and falling off the other side in the uh, on the ground. So I went 25 dang. feet across the landing. And I was like, that was crazy. I wonder if I could do it on purpose. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was a complete accident. Like I just like literally launched myself diagonally. So that's how I started learning underflip. Well, there it's a mix, underflip, whatever you want to call it, barrel roll. And that actually started helping me go back. Okay. So this is like a major stag. That Whoa. one was so fun. Whoa. So that one goes completely perpendicular with the lip and you literally, it's, it's like a movement of a mix of a no look. So you look really deep into your armpit and your bike just kind of goes flips up and then turns. So by wow. learning these, it made the oh, backflip simpler and less complicated and less of an ordeal. So when we got to my airbag, I had this buddy, Scott, he broke his femur lately. So I haven't been able to ride for six months. Oh gosh. <laughs> my original jumping buddies. We'd show up and be like, all right, first trick is a backflip. And you go to the top and you do the biggest one and you pedal like five times in the middle and do like a 30 foot backflip. That is like uh -huh. the... Well, I guess it's like 28 feet. If you don't go to the crease, if you hit the crease, you're at like 31 feet. So oh we make gosh. ourselves go up to the top. And every time I jump my airbag, it's you do a 30 foot flip or whatever. So it, it like rebuilds your brain stamina. Like it's crazy. But wow. that's like one of those, like, it's like this crazy muscle of like calming. I've done a lot of deep breathing, <clears throat> a lot of journeys, a lot of, um, realigning like with the earth and like talking to myself and like God is good and like just focus on look at where I'm at. It's so pretty and beautiful. And like, if I dedicate to doing this, that does not mean I won't get hurt, but if I dedicate to doing it, I've committed a hundred percent. So I leave nothing behind. If I break myself, I break myself. That happens. But if I half commit, that's a huge issue. And mm. since that viral video, I've been hundred percent dedicated the entire time. Cause if I, like I said, I'm hundred percent in, and if I, if I get to that point where I can no longer commit, I should not be doing the sport. And no, we should like, if you're at that point in your career, in your sport of whatever you're doing, you really should walk away. Cause that is so dangerous, like so dangerous. So yeah, yeah that's kind of where I was at from that flip. It, it destroyed me. It was a really long comeback. Like Physically, no, whatever. I've had way worse injuries. Mentally, yeah, that one was really tough. Wow. Just because the what ifs, right? Like what could have happened where people have really gotten broken off that way? God, that's so psychological. And I don't um, think I posted that video for like two years. I think it was two years before I posted it. Wow. So when you were saying naming the trick or naming something of the trick, Joey's getting attacked by a tire back there. <laughs> Is that to help like really drill in that neural pathway, that new neural pathway that you're building? There's a recent Andrew Huberman podcast about, um, I listened to way too many, so I don't know. It's in one of my podcasts. He calls it neuron depression. He's like, but you don't think of it as a depressed thing, but what's happening is if you look at your brain pathways, and then you look at a golf swing and you start and you draw lines with each swing. It will be left. It'll be right. It'll be in the middle. He's like, but as you do it, and he said in a practice, like when you do a set practice, you should do about 75 of them. If you can do them in three to five seconds. So for me to do 75 flips would take me like all day. <laughs> that would not work, but <laughs> I can do them in my mind as well, which helps, but not as much as they once thought. So he said, <clears throat> As you're firing, all these neurons are all active in that golf swing. 
But as you're doing it and you name it saying, this is going to be my golf swing 1A, you're training your brain to try to hit right down the middle. And as you do, you have less firing neurons. You get neuron depression. So you're actually shutting off. The trick should become easier. Your body awareness should become like when we watch these slope style guys that are literally like cats, you're like, how did they crash off that 20 foot drop, roll right. out of it, get up and do it again? Like, yeah, what the crap? Like, right. it's amazing. Shout out to David Lieb. Heck yeah. Yeah. These BMX or skateboarders that fall several hundred times in one session, their body is so cat-like and reflexive because they've trained their neurons to be that way. And so they fire so fast. So for us, like learning these things, especially being older, I'm like, twice the age of 90% of the people I ride with, their neuron plasticity is so much softer than mine that they can learn. They, they don't have a definitive timeline or responsibilities. So that takes their awareness way down and they're way more willing to try dangerous things. Mm -hmm. And their progression levels are way higher and faster than mine as well. Um, but as we all know, old dogs still can learn new tricks. So. Yeah. <laughs> You're the only one hitting the 15 foot lip too, by the way. So... <laughs> Probably out of stupidity. I'm going, I don't know. I had at least like five people tell me this was a good backflip jump. Now I look back and I'm like, who thought that was a good idea? <laughs> <laughs> such a big, it was such a big jump. And That's it still tough. is. I've never flipped it again. And it's not one that I jump and I'm like, yeah, I want to flip this again. I'm like, no. <laughs> oh, man. That sounds so gnarly. It sounds so gnarly. Mountain bike QA is saying, she's sick. Yes, you got a fan out there in Miami. Um, Trail Pip is in Jackson Hole. Sick, Johnny. I love to snowboard at Jackson. Uh, we saw uh, Lauren saying, no one saw it, Joey. You're all good. Nothing to see here. Oh, and the tire attacked you. Exactly. Captain's Cog is saying, well, hello there. Well, hello there, Kaylee. <laughs> so what is this, uh, while we're on that, well, hello there. What is this fitness model thing that you have? Are you a fitness model turned mountain biker? <laughs> is this is more recent. Like my husband loves artistic photos and I love being strong. So it's like a big thing for me, but it's been a really like body image issues have been a huge thing of mine. Like I struggled in college with food. I still do. Like it's like a coping mechanism. Like my dad died when I was 17. And so I went straight to food as like my outlet. And so mm. eating healthy has always been like massively on my mind, like watching someone degrade and die slowly from cancer. You learn so much about food and nutrition and what's important to your body. And so for the last 20 years, I've tried to implement those foods and I've always been active and I love sports and love being outside. But over the last five years of injury, rehab, injury, rehab, injury, rehab, I've hated the gym. And only during all these rehab and things, I've realized how much I love the gym. The gym has like allowed me, it gives me such a good mental place, like listening to the podcasts and stuff on Andrew Huberman, learning how to like raise your dopamine trough, which allows you to stay in better mood and more mentally able to handle things. You get 65 times your dopamine trough if you have a steady workout program. So if you take cocaine, it's a thousand times. That's why it's so addicting and it's an immediate, but these are like long-term things and natural like things that you can do. And my husband's always like, you know, you're ripped. You love it. Like, it's so good for you. And it's so hard for me at the same time. I'm like, yeah, I'd like to be like this. I want to be this much stronger. I want to be able to do a handstand push up." And he's like, you got to understand where you are. So we went out and took some fun pictures. And I'm always like, oh, yeah, well, I guess I am fit. <laughs> like, it 
surprise. Like, oh, hey, I ate a bowl of cereal. I'm not 300 pounds overweight, but it's such a surprise. It's the weirdest. Like people look at me and think I have it together. And I'm like, I'm just figuring it out. Like I go to the gym literally so I can look in the mirror and go, hey, oh yeah, I'm still working out. I'm still fit. I haven't been for two days, but I might, might not be fit anymore, but I just need to make sure I, I am. Like, <laughs> it is the craziest. I don't know. It's a bit on the obsessive side, but just recently I've been able to overcome another huge hurdle. Cause I have a, I have a sweet tooth that I absolutely love and it destroys my body. My stomach is upset. And so recently I've had another, I've taken, it's taken like two months to get back on the train of things. But being someone who's fairly like obsessive about things, I need something to focus on. And so I re-switched again to protein. And so my focus is just protein, trying to get in. 150 grams of protein is insanely hard to eat in a day. Wow. Like wow. really hard. So I make it to maybe 120, 130. On good days, maybe 150. But you really don't have very many calories to eat after that. So you focus less on not eating sweets and focus more on eating protein. And it literally is in every form, in eggs, in all of my smoothies. I have these mates that I make that I absolutely love. And I love sharing my tips with other people because there are so many people that struggle with the same thing. So I'm one of those people, like, I will tell the good, the bad, and the ugly. Like, there are things that work and there are things that don't. So my fitness thing is, that's, like, I have this list of goals that I want to do. And I, and I love the, I trained once for a bikini fit contest in between having kids and I got really hangry and it wasn't very nice. And I was like, do I want to be a mom or do I want to be hangry? And so I was like, I need to do something with the three months of training that I just did. So I went and competed in a super D enduro race in our town Dang. and I won. And I was like, yes, <laughs> it wasn't for nothing. And I was actually pregnant. Come to find out. So it's oh a good my thing. God. <laughs> It was like, I bet you I'm one week pregnant during this race. That was my bet because during like training, I couldn't get pregnant and I stopped training. I ate carbs for like three days and I literally got pregnant the next week. (laughs) Wow. So I trained once to do the fitness thing and it's pretty gnarly. And those girls are crazy. Now I train to be strong. Like I love like. I want to just be strong. It makes me feel so much better. This form is a little bit bad. I know I got some hate on it. <laughs> this is uh look at that. How many plates is that? Jeez, I did girl. 190 pounds, but like with my form, I probably should have stayed with 185 for another week. So I was Shoot. working. I got a ton of advice, really, really good advice. I actually love. So I was in between a sumo and I was in between a, like a regular deadlift. So sumo, you spread your legs really far apart, but I was kind of like playing with my stance. So I'm learning about, I've never lifted like this before and it's really exhilarating and I'm not competitive at all, but it may have stemmed from a Casey Brown post a year and a half ago posting how much she could deadlift. And I was like, I want to see if I can deadlift that. And I couldn't get 160 pounds off the ground. I couldn't move it. Like, like nothing, like no grip strength, like nothing off the, like, so I went from that to having 160 be my like, 70% 70% now. So Dang. it's Dang. been awesome. Like it's pretty cool. Yeah. You can see the stoke right there when you, when you finish that set. Wow. That was coming out of a month of rain. And I like am really, I get really bluesy like during rainy, like that's why we move. We move a lot just because of me. Like I love it. <laughs> like, 100%, I'll own it. Like we leave it rains. I'm out. Like see you later. I'll come back when it's nice. Like, 
So I had like a solid month of this like total rainy blues. I was like, this sucks. I was like, I'm going to go smash it at the gym. I was like, I don't know if I can pick this up, but I'm going to anyways. And yeah, so yeah it you, turned my day around. <laughs> you motivated me because it had been raining and I was just like, gosh, I just need to go do something. I picked up Instagram. I saw you getting after it during the rains. And so I ended up getting back in the boxing gym. And then Mia was like texting me like, yo, I see you punching on a punching bag. I'm going to get one of those. So you like started like a whole yeah. domino effect here. <laughs> yeah. Well, now for me, that's just what it is. I want to get back into it after being a few months off. And you just completely inspired me. I already am going to start going back and doing, I have a gym at the bottom of my house that I built. Um, and yeah, I want to do an enduro race next year. So I need to get at it. And it's like you said, I want to be strong. You know, that's the motivator. It's always like in the back of your head. You have to think, what do you want? What is your goal? You know, it's not going to happen overnight. You just want to be strong. So that's like, I'm writing that down and I'm going to put it in front of my computer every day. And I'm going to think of you. I want to be strong. Yeah. (laughs) I know. I told my boxing coach, I'm like, this is good for my dexterity and like ability to like handle situations when things have to happen fast, right? I need to be able to put my hands out or roll or, or, or run out of things. And then yeah. they got me in the weights too, because it's not if we're gonna pay dirt tax, it's when we're gonna pay those that dirt tax. And uh, are we gonna be able to bounce? Or are we gonna crumble? So trying to do the best to, to get it kind of dad bought off, <laughs> try to get hard, but you know how it goes on. <laughs> <laughs> it gets better. <laughs> yes. Now by Q&A, Johnny's saying, I recently wrecked and it's still in my head on certain features now. How do you overcome that in your head syndrome? Go back to smaller ones that make you feel like a champion. Ooh, that's good. Ooh, that's you got to feel like it's, you got to feel champion. You got to be like, this was so like, if you go back to where you're still questioning yourself, you are in a defensive position on your bike. You'll be stiff. You will not ride as good. Go back to where you feel like a champion. Go on a blue run. Go on a one foot drop that you're like, I could manny off this. I could nose manny down it. I could do one handed ride down it. Squeeze your seat and do something stupid. Ride off a curb with one hand holding your seat. Like do something like that's so dumb that makes you feel so good. And you slowly work back into it because you have to shake the cobwebs out. It does not just come back. Like it's not just like, oh, hey. I'm just coming off this injury. I'm just going to go back up and bust a 30 foot backflip. Mind you, I probably will, but that's totally different. It's <laughs> into my airbag. And that's like, I have to, it's like a rule. It's like an unwritten rule, but like, tell me, to go, tell me to go drop a 30 foot drop that I've dropped before. Like after surgery, no way I'll be doing a one foot to two foot drop for months before I like work back up. I will not like that kind of crap is not, okay like you've got to feel confident and be an aggressive position on your bike that's all there is to it yeah and then it'll come back it does yeah that's good build that confidence back up that's that's yeah that mental so yeah so for johnny he had this crash i saw the post he was on a a wooden feature and he was in the wrong gear at the wrong speed and the thing kind of dipped and turned to the left and you hear his front tire make that weird squeak sound when it just kind of like jackknifes and uh, off the feature, he went and landed in a palm tree that somebody had just cut part of the palm off. And what was left was like this really hard uh, piece of tree um, and it stabbed him right in the back on the way down. So he's uh, he's got to overcome, overcome that, <laughs> which is great what you said. Build that confidence back up. Yeah, you got. And it always the one of the big things we've talked about in our group and friends and stuff 
it has to be more fun than it's not. If you're not having fun, why are you doing it? Like if it scares you so bad to the point where your confidence is down, you've got to find a joy that makes sure that it's still fun. Like it's got to still be worth it because the risk has to, like our reward has to be way bigger than the risk. Yes. I mean, the risk is pretty high with what we do, especially if it's a wood feature or whatever. I mean, is it still enough fun to like figure out how to get over that? So yes. well, that's always so. my motivator. I will I not do this forever. I know that like the crap that I do is gnarly and I rolled the dice and I've rolled the dice for last month. And I knew that it's possible like to really hurt myself. And that's why I trained so much at the gym is to try to like offset the what ifs. But I mean, it happens. So yeah. for the folks that are wondering what that looks like, I'll, I'll, I'll post that up here. Um, the one that you were reporting from the, from the emergency room, but before we go in that, Lauren is saying, I'm, tu I'm tuning in to Kaylee's Ted talk. Make it happen. Make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> so she wants to see that. So for the folks that are listening on, on Instagram and Spotify, if you go to Kaylee Gibb on Instagram, you'll be able to see this. It's one of the, it's the second row, I believe, down on the, no, it's the, it's the first one here. I'm going to play it for us. I had three pins, so it's probably like right under it. Okay, here we go. I'm going to give it a little bit of audio here. Let's see. So for the folks who haven't seen this, here it comes. Oh, yeah. It's hilarious. So get a shoulder break and arm, just so you know, you do not have to cut off your favorite shirt. Peel off the goods. Here we'll go here. We're clipping it back. Here we go. Ms. Fiverr coming to you live from the emergency room. I just wanted to give you guys a few pro tips. When you decide to wad yourself off the side of a trail, oh, and dislocate a shoulder break and arm, just so you know, you do not have to cut off your favorite shirt. Peel off the good side and wad down underneath your elbow and support it. Keep your head in your shirt. And you have made yourself a swing, my friends. Oh, wait, no, Kaylee. <laughs> we oh, my God, she has it. <laughs> she totally has it. She's doing it. It's the this kitty shirt. This is my favorite shirt. <laughs> that was what you were wearing the day you went down? This is my, oh, my oh, shirt. Look, so, look at all those cats. <laughs> it, it's like the elves. There's nerdy cat, confused cat. <laughs> mm -hmm. Try chic, magical, confused, cool. Oh, that's and I, awesome. I got this at the DI. I think it's like a youth size 1460. I think it's from Walmart. <laughs> I was like, don't cut my shirt off. I have to have this shirt. We got to figure it. it took three of us to get it off because it was like caught on the front of my Liette pad and caught on the back of my Liette pad. And I was like, <laughs> we got to figure this oh. out. So I was able to get the shirt off, but I was not able because the Liette stuff is so tight around your elbows. And we tried in the hospital and I was like, frack, I don't want to cut this off. I was like, well, if I do, I'll just end up giving it to somebody. <laughs> so I have a girlfriend <laughs> that just concussed herself. So I'll be giving that to her. But yeah, that, that, um, <laughs> I crashed at like 740 and then had to, we're two features into the trails called Natty's are all natural. And it's, pretty freaking steep like right down the fall line so we had to hike back up the two features and then ride down monkey which monkey is full of rocks it's just like <sighs> three miles of rocks and then you go oh, into like single track on the way out so and i got danny with me cami negra and will white who's ex-rampage rider cam negra like Ooh. number one free rider one of the top free riders in the world right now and then danny who's ridden rampage features that you know, like, and, but he's a hobbletrons. He's got a broken, he's like at a half a foot, can barely walk straight. And I'm stop being chivalrous. I'm like, 
there's two other people let them carry up my bike because he's like uh, got a bone fragment in his foot right now but like riding anyways because he can't handle it wow. so we had to freaking hike our bikes back up the trail and so, that crash was crazy ah was that just to get out of there you had to hike back up the trail to get out mm -hmm. oh my gosh yeah dislocated shoulder and a broken arm is what you got from that one no oh. so i actually um it is infraspinatus and supraspinatus so you have four that attach your rotator cuff into the front there's one that goes through the collarbone so that one's gone and then the that's the supraspinatus the infraspinatus is the one that goes around this way around the top that one's gone and then something's wrong with the deltoid anterior and then he said what did you do to your labrum, which is what attaches the collarbone down? I was like, I have no idea. Nothing. He's like, it's great on the end. He's like, but that's chronic. He's like, that's been there a while. I was like, oh, I have no idea. Well, there was something here. So there's two missing, two missing tendons, some kind of tear in this thing. But I can use my bicep today. So I've been holding my phone. Probably not supposed to, but I need to see the doctor tomorrow and I'll figure out what's wrong with me. <laughs> wow i can see mia's over there she's got she's got questions she's got questions for you she's like dang girl <laughs> it's bad no that's crazy um so i've been i've been interviewing I, i've been on the phone literally all day we had like a biz impromptu business meeting had almost like a half an hour call with someone who'd had this surgery i've called cam mccall i called tyler mccall and be like how are your shoulder surgeries what's the rehab what'd you do afterwards like i have all kinds of buddies i'm kind of like the nurse doctor around here because i do all this like experimenting stuff on myself so all of my <laughs> buddies that free ride are like okay what'd you do now what's the like latest practice what are you doing so i was like interviewing every day and then your guys's phone call so Oh yeah, surgery's Man. probably, but it's primarily they take like a little anchor and then like so I've never had surgery. I've locked out all these times. Like my handbrake, I didn't need surgery for my um, my ankle. I didn't like it was just a small break. My collarbone should have had surgery. I didn't need it, but I blew up a bursa sac on my knee. I should have blew my whole knee off. Like I broke the knee pad in half. Like wow. it should have like dude, it should have destroyed my legs. It was like 15 feet to my knees on a line and it was like hard pack like as hard pack oh, as you get on dirt oh yeah it's like concrete and, in some areas there yeah and i freaking wow. rode the hill down thanks liet oh thanks liet like yeah. that oh was my Liette's god it was wow bad. what feature on a line did you was it the moon booter did you like did you send it all crazy on that one or <sighs> i had a goal to flip the tombstone what but that was another one that like kind of went mini viral, I think on TikTok, but I don't even know how to get on TikTok anymore. But there is the, it's a pretty bad crash. Let me see if you can find it, Joey. It's, um, ooh, it's ugly. It's called the hospital flip. That was the one that I did that one too. Oh my and I God. actually didn't go to the hospital. I had to cook for 13 people after that. So. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it was turkey dinner that night. And I had like literally 13 people waiting. I was like, okay, I got to go cook a turkey, put gravy in. And then after the party, I'll go to the hospital because it would yeah. be less people. I have so. no bursa sack left, but <laughs> how's, the, how's the gravy? <laughs> it was delicious. And I sat for the whole party after that. Oh my gosh. So I've had this woman has no pain. Yes. Oh, you feel that, no pain. Well, I don't take any painkillers. I like had, I broke, I like broke a little piece in my back and hyperextended my knee um, in a snowboarding crash. This kid hit me from behind and I took 
coding, hydrocoding or something, like one of them on the way oh. home and I like bawled the whole way. I don't have friends, mom. I don't know what I'm doing with my life. And she flushed them all down the toilet. <laughs> but from like 17 years old to that day, I hadn't taken anything but ibuprofen. Like even when I was like, gave birth and like had babies, like the most I took was like ibuprofen. They did do an epidural on one of my babies because you know, all broke loose. But that cow. day I took like two or three codeine to finish dinner and then i went to the emergency room but that's all i've ever had like ever in my life like wow wow it, Haley. It, i probably should like there's probably some dumb stuff i've done <laughs> i don't know did you find the hospital flip one Let me see what's up. I, I can see he's scrolling muted, through Joey. i can yeah, see that muted. i don't think he knows for the also too for the folks that were uh have looked over kaylee gibb Oh, there her Instagram. There is a. Oh, Kaylee's got it. She's going to show us here. Um, it may pull up. Oh, I changed it. So I actually crashed twice on the jump. This was the first crash. Oh. And I thought I kind of maybe like broke the tip of my finger and like jammed it into my thigh. You got up right away. And I was like, oh, I got to try it one more time. I think I can. I was like, my breaking fingers still work. <laughs> and this was three days to close at Whistler. I have never missed, like, since moving up there in the summers, you don't miss last day. It's so fun. We like dress up. Every dress up. I should say, not everybody dresses up, but I make all my friends dress up in my spandex. Like I give them all like crazy spandex <laughs> and like jewelry and we get like outfits from the thrift store. So it should be close to that one. I don't know why the hospital flip one didn't come up. That is fun. That is fun. So yeah, I'm uh, I'm looking at some of the some of the clips here. Here's one. I think this is just a oh actually <laughs> there's dressed up the in, in spandex. That's probably <laughs> That might be a last day one. What's the date on that? Like typically, <laughs> typically we'll dress up for last day. Like, and it's usually something. Kaylee, when you said that might be last day, that tells me sometimes you guys just go out like that. <laughs> it's pretty epic. That's pretty epic. Here's one. We this really one enjoy like I I just find it so much fun when I can get people to do stuff that they're uncomfortable doing. <laughs> this looks like you sending moon booter. I can see that giant, giant berm coming down on a line. This like, one oh. is, um, Good grief. you come down nope. through, this is right before moon booter. This is, that's the no hander lander one, isn't it? Is that the no hander lander or is that the moon? That's oh, that's the moon booter. That's, that's right. Him. That's the one where my buddy blows up his tire. He whipped it, but did not come back. Oh, or he did. He came back from it, but he blew up his tire. You can hear it if you listen to that video. It's like pow! Wow, that that thing it doesn't it doesn't really show on camera. That thing is ginormous. The moon booter is ginormous, and that berm it feels like you're coming down off of ten, a ten story building. Is what it, it feels like. It does. It has like a lot of g forces that comes in. When you do it right, it's um, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I was breaking all the way up the lip. I was like, stop. Oh, here it is. It's the TikTok. Oh, this is ugly. It's the double barred one. So if you see that one, the double barred one, if you want to pull it up on your screen, that's the one that I went to my knees. Is that on TikTok? so ugly. Oh. It was it was really ugly. But that's the one where I broke, I cracked the knee pad, like down the middle. Like I couldn't, I couldn't believe my leg was still on when I like rolled over to the side. Eventually, it was like, "Am I all intact?" <laughs> like, wow, 
That is okay. I see one. Is it was it your left knee? Um, was it the left knee, the right knee? Let me feel which <laughs> yeah, one. That one. It's the right knee because my right knee's still numb. Okay. My toes caught on my handlebars. Otherwise, I would have come oh. around. Like I ditched it in a good amount of time because I missed the pop. I tried this jump is really complicated to flip because you have to swing out and do three pumps on whoops, which I'm not good at, and then turn back right riders right and then carve off the lip so it's a really complicated jump to just flip wow and it should have taken that into factor but i'd kind of set this goal to like flip at a like flip at whistler and that's really like the closest one you can do wow. there's a bunch of people that tried to step up off of dirt merchant and they eat crap Ooh. unless you're reese and you can clear the entire 30 foot bridge before going into it there's no good way I try to step up. good grief Stephanie niche could try that one and ate crap hard like road rash all over her body wow this Dang. one's hilarious look mom i did, no <laughs> I did another remash up that was funnier than that one um, that um, that is that is awesome for the folks who haven't been to whistler man that place is like it is so fun there is so much good stuff there i i mean some of those bigger trails like dirt merchant and just uh, some of those features are just insane for for me <laughs> Well, crazy. the problem is, is they build them so well that if you're fairly confident following someone that you can clear a lot of stuff. There are so many people I know that come back and destroy themselves on trails because you gain so much confidence because those jumps are so well built. Like, I've heard, they do I've a heard phenomenal it. job. I've heard of that. They they actually call it the was it the Whistler curse or something like that? Probably the Whistler syndrome. You go and you get uh you you gain um super confidence. Like I can jump 20 foot gaps. Like that's no problem. Except in reality, when you go out to like rampage, you're like, oh, you actually need to pedal twice into that, or you will case the backside of it. Mm. Oh, it's a little bit side windy, so you need to brake check into it this time with no pedals. Like there's so much that goes into everything else, but there's so many trees there that your factors are so limited. They look <laughs> so good. Right. Mountain bike Q&A saying, no hands. I'm going to sell my bike tomorrow. <laughs> it's fine. You should try sometime. <laughs> that is awesome. Oh, Mia, did you have any questions that you, you had for Kaylee that you wanted to ask? Dude, I have so many questions, but yes. I know we're running out of time. I nope. might have to have Kaylee on our podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can talk forever, girl. Don't you worry. <laughs> no, but also you did answer a lot because I had questions like, how do you overcome your injuries? And you did talk about that really well. And there's a lot of women that come to me asking for advice, even with what gear to wear for bike park season. We're putting something together for that. So maybe I might hit you up for that. Oh, too. I got you covered. Literally. Yeah. We're, we're hoping to launch something in the start of June because bike park season is going to, at least in California, if the snow melts, we'll yes. be able to actually <laughs> right. yeah, do that. Um, yeah, no, you're amazing. I do have one last question, though, is what bike are you riding right now? Okay. So that's a loaded question. Um, <laughs> I I'm on Scott's bikes. Um I ride the genius when I pedal and okay. then due to like all the shortages and stuff for my big bike, like if you want to be total free ride and downhill, the gambler has actually won one of the lightest. There was like a pink bike buildup 
like where they did like yeah. the fastest, lightest bike. And the gambler was one of the two. I believe it won, but I'm on a small gambler. Um, I technically am riding for EXT now, but I have Marazoki bombers on it and they're like, they work great. They're so simple. Uh, EXT is phenomenal as well. We just, Oh, that crash makes me so sad because we had just changed out my spring setup because I had it set up like a free ride bike. So the problem with my riding is I do a lot of like jumpy stuff and then I do mm-hmm. technical stuff. So the setups are really tough. And I have yeah. Danny, who's a phenomenal mechanic. And then Brett, who's my photographer, like a videographer guy, who's a phenomenal mechanic, my husband. So I am worthless when it comes to like setting up. <laughs> they'll get on it and be like oh your axle's falling out did you not hear that i'm like well it's chattery down the trail my feet were blowing off like yeah something's wrong with the bike oh you have no pressure in your tires there's 12 pounds i'm like oh no wonder i had so much grip it was great like it's bad like really bad but my bike oh my gosh those boys dial the gambler is phenomenal for little people like it's a 27 Point five, okay. small frame with a small reach. I don't know what it is. It's got to be under 15 inches because my pivots that I used to ride on had a 16 inch reach on the Firebird and it killed me. Once I got onto a Mach 6, um, yeah. extra small was unreal. It's very BMXy, but I did like the small better. So now that I'm on Scott's, the Genius Small is a really uh-huh. good pedal bike. Like, really good. Yeah. So, I love the genius right now. So for the movie bike, we're fully building a ransom free duro. So we're going to do 190 in the front. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to see what's the travel 200 both sides. <laughs> no, I think it's 180 in the back of the ransom and it'll be 190 in the front. The boys are all doing the math and making sure it's like technical that's and crazy. like good. And uh, they, they really think that that's going to be, the ticket like the tickety boo bike of like being able to pedal it being able to maneuver down natties which is super techie my only my only concern would be kong which is really heavy flat drops which when you ride them correctly you still have whiplash for two weeks like when i rode that trail and it's posted a couple weeks it's posted a few back of me like finishing kong for the first time properly from top like i've done all the features but never in one run that run i did it all in one feature i still had whiplash for two weeks even riding the trail no crashes so that's my only concern is that specific trail like i wouldn't like i wanted to go out and ride something bigger I wouldn't ride something like this. Like Kong maxes out flat drops for me. Like I would rather right. do something bigger with a better landing. And that bike being 180, uh, EXT has like this close up. Those are little free ride lines we've been working on. So my whole focus right now is front brake control. Like I want to learn how yeah. to technically ride slower. And that's been all of my focus right now. So we're building up and I haven't dropped that for a year and a half at least because I've been injured so many times and I haven't gotten back to it. But that is kind what of what brakes do you have on there? Shimano's EXT to Saints, okay. depending on the bike. But the, a crazy fact I just had a write in my Shimano bio, or what do they call it? Bio. I've never been on anything yeah. but Shimano, like ever. Nice. Like, since the beginning, nice. we've been full Shimano. Now, don't like there are other good brakes out there, but I'm fairly finicky on how close I can b- bleed the brakes, like literally almost to the handlebars. Yeah. And yeah, I've just been on Saints and XTs for since 2000. Since Ryan's gotten bikes for us, I've only been on Shimano stuff. 
Amazing. Their components are awesome. And when you break as many derailers as I do, I'm like, okay, I'll just do all Dior break. Like, because I know I'm going to go through them. I literally got a full, like, uh, cable shifter. And I was like, Danny, take it off my bike. Like, I'm not going to, like, ride this ride and break this, like, $400 derailleur. I'm like, I will go with the cheapest one because I know in two rides it will be bent and you'll have to unbend it. And I'll get, like, two more rides yeah. out of it and I'll crash on it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That's I amazing. Do, That's amazing. I do love Toronto. Um, I'm definitely going to hit you up so we can do a bike check of this new bike at some point. Oh my gosh. We're going to paint it this weekend. We're painting the forks. It's <laughs> That's incredible. I, I had seen you had done some, some stuff with Technar is, uh, is Technar going to be helping? Technar painted one of my helmets. I'm going to do like. Uh, at least three helmets. Uh, uh, he did one of my first ones. I just, that's the one I crashed in on that video is literally uh, first, his second ride. Uh, it was second ride in that helmet. I'm like, what is the curse with new helmets? <laughs> I even dropped it in my truck. Like I did a little like thing in the right. truck. Like, yeah, for good luck. Yeah. But what's crazy about that helmet is that crash all absorbed into my shoulder. My head didn't ever touch the ground. Oh, I had wow. no, there's a little teeny scratch on the helmet up here from the bush, like rolling into the bush. But wow. otherwise that helmet's still tickety boo. So we're good. I was very nervous to like pull it out because I hadn't looked at it after crashing and I pulled it out and actually Danny dropped my goggles lens side down and they were brand new too. And he's like, no, not the goggles. Oh, no. <laughs> You're like, just kick me while I'm down. <laughs> it was so funny. We laughed. I was like, it's good, Danny. Good job. Good job. Good job. But that's yeah. gorgeous that helmet but i do love technar he's got um some absolutely incredible stuff that he's done so that's why i like reached out to him i was like yeah buddy like what are we gonna do so i have a whole outfit that matches that setup and then i'm i have that's gonna go with probably i have a a teal outfit and this one i'm working on i still haven't finished we got to print like stickers but i've been working with like a epo uh, epoxy alcohol ink and epoxy Wow. Um, that's Damn. my galaxy one. It's taken like, and I'm going to do a white paint splatter one. Cause I have like two different outfits. It can't really, I haven't done a mica coat, but there's like these little flecks of glitter in there. So it's like proper, like glittery. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, look at that. That's so nice. we got to do the decals on the back and um, maybe this one will show a little bit better. <laughs> Trail Pip say, put on the helmet. <laughs> ah, it doesn't have any pads. It would look really funny. Oh yeah. Light, lighting in here doesn't really like Whoa. give you like glitter effect. And it's still kind of like textured from the epoxy. So it doesn't have, but this stuff is pretty glittery. So it'll yeah. be fun. So I'll have like a galaxy one and then his and then I'm gonna do um I don't we love art. Like that's that's part of the thing too. It's like I hate free ride clothes. I feel like a little boy. And then like Leah, will be like, Sean, I'll be like, you're going to ride all the gear. Pearl Zumi. I'm like, oh, then I'll look like a roadie or with the Liet. It's like, I look like a 14 year old tomboy. I'm like, no, I just want some like crazy spray painted spandex with a cat shirt from the DI. Like <laughs> so paint my helmet crazy colors. So it sounds like you're ready to create your own line. Uh, so many times, like, <laughs> it, it's fairly inappropriate but yes we'll have a few funny lines i've got i can't there let's just say i hope i hope to be able to still do my funny video we've got a a competition we're going to do between the three of us there'll be some funny videos come out while i can't ride so well i meant like your own clothing line 
it has something to do with that because we want to start wearing t-shirts ah. for videos like funny t-shirts <laughs> that are so funny and we're not going to be able to pick them because the dynamic of the four of us is pretty funny it's like the three stooges is me and so it's like we just constantly <laughs> make fun of each other and so yeah it's so, i'm so excited to like start into the filming portion of the film rather yeah. than like we've been doing lots of little things but literally we are on the last few things this bike like painting the forks was supposed to happen they got a random job went to paraguay so we couldn't paint them when they left but like yeah so many things have stopped us this project is like three years extended but it's cool that's cool so yes i would love yeah. my own clothing line i've tried <laughs> it's just <laughs> it's on the project list of like a million things i want to do and we never know where it's going to take us, but that is on the list. So we're yeah. going to start selling the t-shirts from the videos, but they're going to be funny. Like That's going to be, that's going to be awesome. So it'd be like, if we were writing, I'd pick, I'd pick a shirt out for you, Mia, and you'd have to wear it. <laughs> be like, And there's only going to be five, and there's only going to be four of the t-shirts and be like, I want to buy that as the first people that's going to DM us and be like, <laughs> you get like, and, and Danny's my size and we haven't told him this yet, but Ryan's like, we'll always advertise his as youth large. <laughs> <laughs> for his t-shirt size and they'll have to wear them whether it's gonna be belly button showing or whatever like it's always like the funny joke <laughs> you signed up for it you gotta wear it like i'm five seven i'm like danny we're the same height and i'm five three he's like nope i'm it's my job because i'm five seven i'm like okay i don't know how you're feeling like the driver's license says it <laughs> maybe with your mullet extended you were five seven. <laughs> <laughs> with danny hey uh, let me put my shoes on before you take my measurements here <laughs> you and Vin Diesel, just you guys yeah. line up together <laughs> exactly exactly kaylee um before we before we let you go who are as you're going through this whole project and everything that you're doing out there let's give love to some of the companies that have been giving love to you and supporting you who would you like to give shout outs to well, in the beginning, I had my immediate sponsors that like picked me up. Shimano has been there from like Ryan has some really good relationships at Shimano. And regardless of what I did, um, our guy there was always like, you're going to ride. We'll support you. Like, like we're on, we're on board. And um, there's been a lot of change at Marazoki and I really enjoyed riding for Marazoki. Their product product is like amazing. And this year I joined with EXT um, and their suspension setups are pretty phenomenal they're going through a lot of like there are a lot of new products coming they're from italy so there's going to be a lot of new stuff coming down the pipe it's going to take some time to get their stuff kenda this year was a huge push and they kenda is the one that actually allowed us to hire brett so wow. by having him pull on as our market media um the sponsorship through kenda paid for him to be able to come with us oh yeah that one Wow. And Liette, that's another one. So Shimano and Liette have been since like the day I started biking. So when we were in Whistler one year, it was like we approached the booth because Ryan's been in the industry since like, I mean, he was, he's a, he was one of the OG free riders. My husband was. So he's had connections and filmed Tyler Clausen and filmed Matt Hunter and, and like all the guys. So we approached Liette and was like, Hey, we would, we really like it was their first run of their neck braces. And I think it was like 2010 or something, or maybe their second run. And we approached and was like, Hey, can we get industry cost on those? Cause we were broke living in a minivan. And they're like, yeah, sure. So I've been riding on Liette stuff since 2010 and wouldn't have it any other way. Like there are a couple other helmet companies that are very comparable, like protection wise, but because I love all of Liette, like I wear all of their gear, it only made sense to like stick with them. And they've been super supportive. Anytime I break a helmet or anything, 
they've been awesome. Um, wow. And I've gone through, Pivot was wonderful when I had them. Their bikes are phenomenal. They just want to focus more on race. And so I went to Scott and the Scott bikes, this, oh my gosh, that gambler is so capable. Like to have a DH bike that still is meant for smaller people. Like it's not, I don't know. I'm not a racer. I like to go fast. So my shout outs to definitely my number one is Kenda this year though. They have been the biggest support and help and has allowed us to get bread on, which was huge. Like that's awesome. It's been so nice. That's so cool. And Roger seems to be everywhere, everywhere <laughs> you go. Roger's there and he's the nicest guy. I love he's that got dude. my back. Like, so like amazing human, like seriously amazing human. That yeah. is that is very cool. And then Kaylee, as far as the, the movie project goes, tell folks a little bit about where or, or kind of maybe when we might be able to see it and where we might be able to see little snippets or maybe starting to see promos of this. Okay. So um, it kind of depends on how it works out. We're still, as we film and move along, if we get like, there's possibilities of like a proper sponsor for the movie, like one umbrella and if we pick up a single sponsor for the whole movie, it kind of depends on their platform, like what they would like to do with it. Cause they'll own the movie, they'll own the rights or whatever the case may be. But up until that point, like we want full creative. So we'll be letting out little pieces of the teaser. And we're going to start doing some more photo shoots just to kind of like um, build artistic creativity of like the mindset. There's a lot of mindset, like the people struggle with and I feel like art is a really beautiful way to explain it so there's been some like nft style stuff that we've wanted to do and getting oh. all these new cam we've got like four new cameras and three new drones it's just like constantly like all new lenses and wow and we've got some really cool like water shots we want to do and so we're going to start posting some especially now while I'm I'll find out tomorrow if it's surgery or not but it's like 90 percent surgery it'll just be a win so I'll be out like physically like from the sounds of it, probably for a month, like not being able to do much, but then we'll be able to start filming. We're going to start filming the car stuff uh, immediately. We're just swapping. So we were supposed to start filming biking now, but now that it's like four to six months, possibly like my goal would be to do the whip off at Crankworks, but that's in July. <laughs> it may be like asking a bit much, but if I could, I would love to do the whip off and have that start biking. So we'll be doing snippets. And then I would, we're going to do a worldwide stint run of film festivals like we did with Life Cycles, but kind of dependent upon how, what the length is that it ends up, it could be a Netflix things as well. So it's kind of on the fence, dependent upon the sponsor, because at the end is when we'll probably be able to pick up sponsors easier. Right. Do the fact we have the content to be like, do you want to like label this yours? It's It's got a lot of woman powerhood of basically saying, you know, changing character roles like feeling guilt for like living your whole life of like i thought i was supposed to be this way and i know it's not me and like fighting against mm -hmm. that so it's mm -hmm. gonna have a lot of um it will be it'll be like a very touchy documentary besides and artistic wise so there's a lot of overlap of different opportunities for sponsorship it's not really fit in the bike world besides the fact that i am a professional biker but it's more on like changing the mental state of being of like you know, growing up and living in a certain way religiously and like mindset wise, but like really finding your place in the world. So there's lots of opportunities. So it's kind of exciting. Like we'll, we kind of get to do whatever we want, like as we go. That's so. amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. And it's, it, yeah. yeah. Mia, what do you, what do you, you were, you were saying. 
I'm just like, I'm my, I'm, my mind is blown right now. Like I'm thinking of so many things that I want to be involved with and know more about, especially like a lot of women struggle with that mindset of you should have done this in life and you find mountain biking later in life. And it's like, can I do this? Should I do this? Like, why not? There are dudes riding way into their sixties and seventies and having a great time. Why can't women do that? It's the same type of thing. And that's the message. One of the messages we're trying to put out there. So I'm just like, I want to be involved with this. How can I help you? How can I help you do this? I could see it. I could see, I could see me going, oh my gosh, this woman's amazing. I need to be a part of this. I need to help. Yeah, if I could quit my full-time job right now and do this full-time, like I'm trying to the network, I would just do it and be like, okay, Kaylee, I'm coming out to Utah. I'm going to help you. <laughs> I would love it. And, I, and that's the, the coolest thing happened out of my crash video. My, um, like, the reason why I'm so open and honest and people meet me and they're like, I, I do have a gift and I know it of just accepting people. Like I'm very accepting. I don't care. You want to go drink and you want to like trash your life. Fine. Do you need a designator designated driver? Call me. Like I will support you. I don't, I'm not going to agree with what you're doing with yourself, but if you need to come over and detox, do that. Like whatever. Like I've always been very supportive of people, but for Instagram, it's like so degrading. Like it's so hard to not like look at other people's stuff and be like, oh my gosh, why am I not doing this? Why am I not more perfect? Right. Why am I not this way? And so I've tried to constantly keep it very real. Like you're going to get yeah. every side of me and they're not pretty. And I try not to use filters. I have makeup on today and I did it with my left hand. And I was very excited. So I showered for the first time since I crashed. Okay. So if you could smell me through this video, it'd been very repulsive, but it's like, I want to be like honest. Like, and so yeah. when I posted that video, Ryan's like, are you really like, you, like you want to do, I'm like, I want to do a video before I walk into the ER. Let's do this. Like, and he's like, okay, let's get the emergency in here. Like sign. And it's like, somebody emailed me and said, I'm so glad I saw your video because my friend just broke her arm on the trail and we were able to use the t-shirt thing and give her a sling. And she walked out oh, two miles. Wow. I'm not even kidding. So I was like, check, done. Like video done. is worth it. Like there's just, all I want to do is be able to help one person. That's always my goal of all my videos, whether it's making Oh my laugh, God, it's like you're in but... my head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I do a lot of stupid humor that people are like, I have lost so many, like thousands. Like I'll lose a thousand at a time because I'll post a kid post. And that's like, that's what I am. I have three children. I'm religious. I'm super open to other ideas. I have, I love food and I struggle mentally. Like I have mental health issues, like hands down. Like I deal with anxiety. That's like horrible, but I have figured out ways to like cope. And sometimes I do better and I'm super open about it. So that's the video. And that's kind of like the point of my videos. And so I hope that it's basically like we want, like we were asking how we're going to stream it. I don't know. I want it to be able to reach the masses. That's the whole point. Like, so however we do that, I want it on the biggest platform possible. So. Yeah. yeah. No, that's great. That's awesome. It's like you're in my head because I'm exactly the same way. And I've been struggling recently to, with mental health issues myself. And so it's like, how much do I put that out there to this professional network that I'm growing? But at the same time, it's, people need to hear it and they need to know that you know, they're not alone. It's, it's so common and it, we have to help and support each other. And yeah, hearing you say that is pretty much the same thing. I feel the same way. I feel the exact same way. Yeah. I, I love it. You do see so many sides of Kaylee and uh, Mia knowing you as a friend, I, I see all, all the genuineness. And one of the one, one of the posts Kaylee that I come back to in my mind, you posted, learn how to do CPR. You never know when you're going to need it and use it. And that was a very heavy post because at the same time, 
I had just started a free ride program with this company SSB and they had told me that the Hill Slayer was out your way and was hit by uh, a lady driving a car and him and his brother had passed. And then I saw your post and I just thought, oh my gosh, was Kaylee there at the same time? Was it them? Was It must be, the, it's the same area. It must have been. And, um, and, and that was raw. That was, that was raw. You posted it, but you posted it because I could see you wanted to help. You wanted to help them. You wanted other people to help other people if they come across this. And uh, that's, you know, I was a, hey, I don't want to say the word fan. I just had a lot of respect for you, like turning the camera on in that vulnerable moment and putting that message out there. Yeah, it was rough. Yeah, and I was the first, or I was like second one on the scene. But yeah. he was gone already. But Gosh. it was like, it was all you could do to like, like, what do you do in that situation, you know? So it's like, I have, I have a following that needs to hear it. And we, we just had the same discussion yesterday between the four of us. We're going to be filming. We all need to go brush up on CPR. Like I just broke myself. We're going to be out in the middle of nowhere. We need to know how to turn a kid a leg. So it's on my to-do list again of like, I need to do a bike shop and get like 10 of us and go do a, go do a course. Cause all you're going to do is be able to help other people. Right. Yep. Yes, 100%. definitely. hundred percent, hundred percent. And that's what I love about this, this mountain biking community too, is like everyone has that similar something that we're trying to do to help each other. We're out there helping ourselves, whether it's like you're writing to get rid of anxiety, to be in the moment, to, you know, do these things. And, um, and it's nice to see that support and camaraderie. I, I love it. I love it. Um, oh, this just in on a, on a, on another note, Mark, the beer was called Pliny the Elder. <laughs> so there you go. Pliny the Elder was the beer. Like what you, that's from the beginning. Yeah, yeah from the beginning of the show. <laughs> Jeff just texted me back. And said, Can't forget that one. <laughs> Exactly. Oh, Kelly, I cannot wait to see this documentary when it comes out. This is so exciting yeah. that you are filming this. You guys are in the works for this. This is coming out soon. Or I, I don't want to say what, when, but it's, I, Man, I'm stoked. Mia, what what do you what do you oh, how I'm are you, stoked. Are you I can see it. I'm gonna message Kaylee like right after we log off here so we can start <laughs> she's like end the podcast mark so I can get her on my show. <laughs> uh, Kaylee, you are so awesome. Thank you so much for jumping on the segment podcast. I I really appreciate it. In closing, is there anything that you'd like to share with the audience, ours or your audience in closing? Um, the thing that comes to me that's most important is the few people that you surround yourself with, like regardless of what that is, uh, it makes the biggest influence in your life. It's a reflection of who you are, whether you're biking or whether you're not, how you want to improve yourself. You know, if you're looking to be a better artist, you know, you surround yourself with people who are like complete artists and, and inspire you. You're limited to what you can do yourself but when you're like around other people who are massively creative in whatever genre it's really helpful and same thing with bad situations you know and for me I think like I, I reflect back on my entire life and from the time I was a little kid I made some like pact to myself that I would marry my best friend and I literally married my best friend like we spend like every day together like almost all day every day like there's like very little time that we're apart and when we are like texting like so oh, it's really cool to like have that support system because he's 
he's my biggest support. And I, having three kids, you like, you can't do that by yourself per se, unless you're like really wealthy. Cause I don't know any other way to do that. And it's like, we kind of live a lifestyle where it's like, we make enough money to have fun and we travel the world. We just try to have less things so we can like be mobile and move and have more experiences. And yeah, I think the, my, my biggest like word of advice is like really surround yourself with people that you really want to be like, and that inspire you. And so, yeah, I have my best friend with me all the time, which is pretty awesome. That is awesome. awesome. What a great way to close that, that segment out. My goodness. Uh, Iron sharpens iron. And that's a great, uh, that is a, a great testimony to it right there. Kaylee Gibbs, ladies and gentlemen, I can't believe you're on the show. Thank you so much for everything you do. And I hope that uh, we get to see the documentary soon on a giant platform. And in signing yeah. off, tell the folks where they can find you on social media and your website. Kaylee Gibb on Instagram, KayleeGibb.com. Pretty simple. There we go, folks. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you to the chats. Uh, look forward to seeing you all soon out on the trails. Mountain Bike QA says, Preach it. Preach it, Kaylee. I love it. I love it. I love it. We'll leave you guys on this awesome positive note. Make sure whatever it is you have coming up, whatever it is you're going through, you're the one to do it. So put in that hard work because all your hard work will always pay off. Okay. See you guys on the next yeah. episode. See ya. Bye, guys. <laughs> Hey, senders, and that is episode 109 with Kaylee Gibb. I cannot wait to see that movie when it's out, but it was so great to catch up with Kaylee and hear about all the great things that are going on. I do want to give you an update. Kaylee was able to go to the doctor and see, and it doesn't look like yet that she may need surgery, but things are, are she's in great spirits. So hopefully, Kaylee, if you're listening out there, I hope you heal up quick and get back to filming that epic movie. As always, senders, this is Mark Hill, the host of the segment podcast. I always want to leave you on a positive note. Whatever you have going on, whether you're battling through injury, job, life changes, move, things that are out of your control. The one thing that you do have control is how you handle it, how you wake up to every day. And hey, all the hard work that you always put into something is always going to pay off. So always bet on yourself when the chips are down. And trust me, all your hard work will always pay off. Look forward to seeing you guys out on the trails or back here in the studio for episode 110. We'll see you guys soon.